Welcome to Making of a Diva. I'm your host, Erica Sherritt. And today we're going to talk about self-care and putting yourself first. What exactly does that mean and how do you do it? So this is a topic that I have struggled with for years and I'm just now learning what exactly self-care means. I get I get asked, you know, from doctors and, and therapists, well, what are you doing for self-care? And I usually have this blank look on my face and go, um, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I watched some TV and they're like, okay, well, that's good. And I'm like, well, I went for a walk again. That's good. So I, I've been thinking a lot about what exactly is self-care and, and why am I such a people pleaser and why do I put everybody first? In, in my upbringing, I have come to realize that my mother had a lot to do with this. And, and I know don't always blame your parents for everything, but stay with me here because I, I really think that this is legit. When I was growing up, at first, everything was fine. You know, I, I think I told a little bit about the story. Um, and then my parents got divorced and my mother relied on me to take care of her. So I was always told that anytime I did something that didn't surround her, it was me being selfish, me being self-centered, um, me only thinking of myself and that was bad. So I, I really think that a lot of what she, she projected onto me was because my father was not giving her the attention or the, the care that she thought she deserved. And that's a whole nother thing about that marriage thing. So she turned to me uh, she would come home from work and she would, you know, come running in and throw her stuff everywhere. And it was my job to find all the things that she threw and put them where she could find them again, because if her keys were not in the place where she was used to, I would get yelled at. So I was groomed at a very young age that you always put others before you do not be self-centered do not be the center of the world because you're not the center of the universe. The world does not revolve around you. So I had, I spent my, you know, high school always trying to please everyone, um, putting everyone else's thoughts and feelings and, and emotions first. Mine didn't matter. When I went into the Air Force, it was the same thing. So that when I got married, that's what I did. I put my spouse's being and, and everything before mine. So they could go off and do things and, and they could they could do all the things that they wanted because they deserved it. And I didn't think that I deserved to do the things that I wanted to do, which came the rebellious stage because I'm the type of person that I would be like that for a while and then I would get mad and then I would rebel and then I would do all the things just to piss people off and then I would come back again and I still kind of do that to a, to a point. So through, I've been through all kinds of therapy, 
you know, with childhood and my divorce and cancer and everything. And the thing that keeps coming up is the self-care part and why it's so important. So uh, the first thing was self-esteem. You know, when you have low self-esteem, you don't think that you deserve anything. You don't think that you're worthy of, you know, basic things that everybody else does. And, and that's unfortunate. So I have learned that I am worthy of being able to do certain things and to have certain thoughts and, and to be, I don't know, kind of like normal people. So the definition of self-care that I found, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's health and the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness in particular during periods of stress. Well, I find that very interesting because, you know, I, I always, as, as a wife, always put the husband first. As a mother, you always put your children first. Um, you can, you do without so that your children can have. You do without so that your husband can have. And that is, is not correct. I'm going to use the whole airplane scenario, you know, and I always found this fascinating. You get on the airplane and they, you know, they go through their little spiel. I have to help other people first because it'll be fine. You know, I need to make sure that they're safe and then I can put my mask on. And I always was like, well, what do you mean? I got to put mine on first. Well, what if, well, that, you know, that whole thing, I, I really, I, I know it sounds so silly, but I really dealt, dove into that. And I was like, wow, you can't help others until you help yourself. And how are you going to love somebody if you can't love yourself? And it's the same concept. So I've worked a lot on, you know, focusing on me and through, through my cancer stuff, I, you know, I've always told my husband, I said, well, you need to take care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself and if you're not strong and if you're not healthy, then you can't deal with me. And that's after saying that I was like, wow, why, why have I spent all these years not taking my own advice? So I, I really have looked into this a lot and trying to figure out some of the things that I like my, my new rules. So I've learned that you have to take time. Part of, part of self-care is taking time for yourself every day, no matter what. So I started blocking out time and, and treat it like a meeting. So first thing in the morning, this is, you know, it's, it's not like I write down, I'm going to do this. No, it's, it's kind of, this is my time. And whatever I feel like doing during that time is what I do. So some of that time might be watching, you know, an hour of Law and Order SVU. That's, that's my time. That's what I choose to do with it. I might go for a walk. Um, I might make cookies. I might do, you know, something, anything. I might just play with the animals, but it's whatever I feel like I want to do during my time. So that's, that was the first thing that I learned. 
and it was very, it was very difficult. And, um, there are days that I still kind of don't do that. So the next thing that I learned was no is a complete sentence. And I am the type of person that I will try to do everything I can for people and constantly help where I can, even if I don't have the time. So creating boundaries with work, with friends, with family, that's hard for me because, again, it's that people pleaser and putting people first. And I've just recently learned that if somebody calls me and I don't answer the phone, it's okay. I don't have to talk to everybody all the time. If somebody wants to go do something, if I don't feel like it, it's okay. I don't, I don't feel like I'm obligated. And if they know me and if they, you know, if they're my true friends and stuff, they understand. So they're not going to get offended. And I think that's the biggest thing is I am so worried about people being offended or me upsetting people. And that again goes back to mom and, and you're doing everything wrong. You know, I, I, I know everybody with the Marie Kondo is if it doesn't bring you joy, then get rid of it. And there is something really to that. So trying to do one thing during the day that makes me happy, it could be eating a popsicle. It could be watching a show. It could be taking a walk. It could be reading a book. It could be just, you know, talking to somebody, um, texting someone that I want to talk to. It, it doesn't have to be a major thing. And, and that's one of the things that I always got caught up with, with self-care is, you know, I have to go do something major, like go get a massage and go get my hair done and these big things. And no, self-care is, is just little things to take time out of your day to breathe and just decompose, which comes, you know, saying no to things that don't make you happy. <laughs> if, if I, if somebody says, Hey, do you want to go to this party? No, I really don't. The old me would go and I would have a miserable time and I would be really no fun to be around. And it just, it's not good for anybody involved. So I, I just say no. Um, I, I've started to kind of try this out on my husband where he'll say, you know, do, do you, do you want to go? do you want to go out to dinner? And I'm just like, no, I'm good. Um, do you want to go for a hike? No, I really don't. And it's okay uh, to, to, to share what you really want and what you don't want. It actually helps people. And I didn't realize that. I always thought, you know, as the people pleaser, what am I going to say so that they're happy or they're accepting? And that's not what it is. My husband and I have had very long conversations about this and, you know, to realize that, you know, he said to me, he goes, I, I don't care whether you do it or not. It's, you know, I, I want to find something that you want to do. And I don't, I, I can't know that unless you tell me. So telling people what they, what they want to hear, or you think they want to hear, um, serves no one. 
So speaking of my husband, that comes to investing time in the people that are worthy, the, the people that truly care about you. I am notorious for caring about what people that don't matter in my life think. It's an acceptance thing. So I still, you know, that's one of those things that I, I, I still struggle with. And there are friends that I've had that they seem like they're friends, but they're only there when they need something, when you serve a purpose to them. And it's very hard to identify that, or I guess to come to terms with that, because you may have this friendship where, you know, you're, you're being a certain way to them, where you're there for them and you want to go do things and and you want to spend time with them because you really enjoy their company. And they don't do the same. It's, you know, I've had friends that, you know, the only time they would contact me is because they needed something, whether they needed me to help them do something, whether they needed information, whether or not, you know, they just want the latest gossip of, of what's going on places. And I, I'm trying very hard to sort that out and not give those people the time. My time is very valuable. Your time is very valuable to waste it on people who don't treat you the way that you deserve or care about you and put you first. So, you know, just uh, be very aware of how people are treating you. And, and how that relationship goes. Um, a friend of mine who is a true friend um, sent me a clip about this specific topic. And my first response was, oh my gosh, I really hope that I'm a good friend to you and that I'm not making it all about me. And, and I do care about what's going on in your life. And I do care what's happening. And I don't want to just talk to you about things for gain. Um, we, we spend a lot of time collaborating on, you know, the next greatest idea and, and all of our stuff and we bounce things off of each other. And, you know, it just, it was nice to hear that, no, you're a good friend. And, you know, it's something that I try to be, but finding that balance of being a good friend and listening and putting yourself first is kind of a, a thing. So I try really hard to do things for myself rather than other people. You know, you get into that pattern of always doing things. You know, it's it's like with the friend, you know, you're always helping them out and you're always doing things for them. But when was the last time you did something for yourself? They say treat yourself like the friend that you want. And, and I think a lot of people forget that looking at yourself as a friend is very important. Self-talk. How, how do you talk to yourself? Do you talk to yourself like you're scolding a young child? Do you talk to yourself like your best friends and you're very supportive and, you know, you listen and you cheer them on? Or are you very critical of, of yourself? 
And so, you know, be aware of how you talk to yourself or, or just some of the inner dialogue that you have and make sure that it's, it's positive. And, and, and I always thought, you know, okay, affirmations and stuff are really ooky, but you know, I, I try, I, I just really try to, okay, now you shouldn't have said that to yourself because if that, if you had said that to somebody else, you would feel bad. And again, that comes back to, you know, not thinking that your worth or that you have the value and not putting yourself first and your own feelings first. So physical health, eating healthy, exercising. I know it's kind of one of these things. And again, I don't do this as much as I used to. When I was younger, you know, I worked out once or twice a day. When I was in college, I would, I would, um, make sure that I had a certain amount of time in between classes so that I could go to the gym and I made it a priority. And, you know, I, I look at myself back when I was 18 compared to now. And I was really, there was a time period in there where actually, you know, I did put things, I did put myself first and, you know, I was quickly reminded that I was being very, narcissistic and, um, selfish for that. So that's one of the reasons I stopped, but it is so important to take care of yourself. I'm going to tell you as, as someone who has the health problems, if I could go back, I would, I would so make sure that I would have continued to run, that I would have continued to eat healthy, that I would have continued to to make sure that I was taking my care of myself physically, not just, and it has nothing to do with weight loss or, you know, anything. It, it has to do with, if you have a strong body, you have a strong mind. And if you have a strong mind, you're more able to deal with things. One of the things that I used to love to do, and I, and I, I, I don't run anymore, but I, I take walks is the being outside and the just kind of releasing everything and, and getting out of your head and it, it helps with stress and it helps with so many things. And as much as I hate to work out, I always feel better afterwards. So, um, we're going to have to work on that one. Um, goal setting, Boy, do I have that. This is one thing that I don't really have a problem with. I don't have a problem with setting the goals and making the goals. I have a problem with following through with the goals, getting a lot better than I have been. And this podcast is probably a big one. When I came up with this whole idea, and, you know, started talking to people about it. I was very scared. And, and a lot of the times I don't follow through with my goals because the fear of failure, the fear of what will people think. And that ties into the, why do I care what people think? Why do I care if someone who, who doesn't even know me, who doesn't align with my beliefs and, and, and my, just the way that I am, why do I care 
if they make fun of my podcast or the things that I say, or if I'm not that eloquent in, in stating what I'm saying, it's not, that's not my business. It's not my problem. That's, that's on them. So I, I took a chance. I jumped off the cliff and it's getting easier. Um, I am caring less about what people say, but that's the thing that I found out that holds me back from my goals is the low self-esteem, the, the thinking that I can't, the underestimating my message, the underestimating my abilities. And I have absolutely no problem telling people never underestimate yourself. Everybody has a message that someone wants to hear. Everybody needs to hear a different perspective. If there's just one person that relates to anything that I'm saying, I've done my job. So having that perspective and, and, and that thought process has helped a lot. So I'm, I'm really trying to set realistic goals and work towards them. Even if it's, if it's just something very small each day, because once you get there and you, you go, Oh my gosh, I, I set a goal. I was realistic about it. It totally happened. And that really makes you feel good about yourself. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So, you know, if you're, if you're very bad at goal setting, do something very small. Um, even if it's just today, I'm, I'm going to drink, you know, 10 glasses of water. It doesn't have to be some big major goal. And again, small goals add up and, and you can work your way up as you, as you succeed in all these little goals, you'll get more and more confidence in, in your abilities to tackle bigger goals. So there's my, that's my goal setting spiel. I, um, I also took a break from social media for a little bit and I, I have a, a fear of being, a fear of being left out. Was that FOMO? Fear of, well, anyway. And, you know, what am I going to miss? And I really didn't miss anything that mattered. I can tell you that. Social media is the devil. It stresses me out so much because it's a bunch of people who are either trying to make themselves, it's not reality. Social media is not reality, um, no matter how you look at it. And for the few people that are on there that are real, uh, they, they tend to get, I don't want to say ridiculed, but it opens up for people to make comments because either they're an expert on the field or they, you know, they need to know everything and they have all the answers. So social media, I could do a whole podcast on the social media thing. Listening to people, whether it's political, whether it's personal, whether it's um, about a specific topic, take everything with a grain of salt. You know, those people who, who are always posting things 
about how wonderful their life is and how fantastic things are and how successful they are, good for them. That's absolutely fantastic if it's true. If it is true, that's amazing. If it's not true, you know, there's, to me, in my opinion, there's other underlying issues going on there. You know, people always feel the need to keep up with the Joneses and, and um, you know, everybody's constantly comparing themselves to everyone else. The only person you should compare yourself to is yourself. And, you know, I, I, I used to compare myself to people. I'm not going to say that I still don't do it. I'm getting better at it. But I used to compare constantly. Well, so-and-so is this old and they've done this or they have this education and they've accomplished all this stuff in their lives and here I am. But I don't, you know, not everyone has the same path. My path is very different than your path. And, you know, we can get very philosophical here, but everybody is on the path that they are supposed to be on in this life. I, I truly believe that my path is for a reason, that I am supposed to experience the things that I have experienced on my journey because somewhere down the line, if there's an afterlife, if you're coming back, whatever, it's going to serve a purpose. I'm not saying you need to believe that. I'm just, you know, this is kind of what keeps me, keeps me sane sometimes. I, I, I read something the other day that said your purpose in life might not necessarily be for you. So, you know, everybody's asking, well, why am I here? Well, maybe you're not here to do something amazing and incredible for yourself. Maybe you're here to support someone else who is supposed to do something amazing. Maybe you're here to, you know, be a part of that. And you don't even realize that you're playing a role in someone else's journey that's impactful. So, you know, do not compare yourself to others at all because there is no comparison. I don't know, something about Dr. Seuss and, and, you know, you're the only you and you should be proud of that kind of thing. Okay. So just stop with the social media thing. Take a break every now and then, and, and just don't pay attention to these people. You know, it's instead of, so there's, there's a, um, a sentence that, I have found reading and it says comparison is the thief of joy and is one of the easiest ways to put yourself last. We all get so caught up in everybody else's drama and drama is a big thing these days because I don't know, we're all bored, but spend time with people who make you happy. Spend time with people who are, have the same values and goals and, and thought processes. And I know it's, it's healthy to talk to people who have different views. Absolutely. Yes. But for the most part, you need to surround yourself with positive people because that gives you energy and that, 
that should bring you joy. It, it gives you peace. It grounds you. When you surround yourself with negativity all the time, all it does is bring you down. And nobody, nobody has time for that. Nobody needs it. And finally, just be kind to yourself. Find things that make you happy. I know I sat there the other day and I had the thought of what am I passionate about? And I honestly, I couldn't think of anything. I could not think of one single thing that I was passionate about. And I don't know, I guess I'm not looking in the right spot, but I think I have moments where I get depressed and, and I just, I just don't care. So of course I'm not passionate about anything at those moments because I just don't care about anything. But for the most part, I, I am passionate about sharing with people, helping people, being there for people. Again, people pleaser. But Erica, this is exactly what we're trying not to do. And yes and no. You can still put yourself first and help other people. You just have to balance it. And that's that's one of the things that uh, is so important. And that's a lot of people are... Um, they get confused with, you know, the all or nothing. No, if you, if you help other people, it doesn't mean you have to put yourself second. If you, if you put yourself out and want to do things for others, that doesn't mean that you don't need to do things for yourself. So the one thing that I, I can't stress enough and, and I've learned through life is trust the process. I know in this world of instant gratification and everything needs to be done right now, yesterday, um, if I send an email, if I don't get a response back in the next 30 seconds, oh my God, what's wrong? Just take some time, pause. My friend always tells me, take a pause. Okay. So I'm taking, you know, I've learned that when my mind is all over the place and I'm anxious and I start stressing about everything, I take a deep breath. I take a pause and go outside, get some air. Uh, I just, I stop what I'm doing. I take a break and just switch gears just to get my mind off of whatever it is that's bogging me down. So things to take away from this, treat yourself like you're your best friend. Talk to yourself like you talk to your best friend. Put yourself Put your needs first. Make sure that you're happy. You need a good, strong, solid foundation in yourself before you can reach out to others and help others and be there for other people. So, you know, it, it's not a process that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take practice. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. But... I believe that everyone 
has that ability in themselves to do this. So thank you so much. I appreciate you listening. And hopefully you've gotten at least one thing out of this podcast that you can take with you and practice and start building on. So have a fabulous week and I'll be on next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Making of a Diva. For more information, please go to ericasherrick.com slash makingofadiva. You can join the conversation in my Facebook community, Making of a Diva. And for questions or comments, please reach out through social media or the website. And as always, be fabulous.